Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Impact Podcast, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. Here's your host, Nate Miller. And welcome back to another episode of the Artist Impact Podcast. I am your host for this episode, Nate Miller. And uh, if you're wondering where the other guy is, <laughs> that other guy is my partner here at Nerdspire Music, Paul Gibbs. Well, he's in New York right now, but um, I'm excited to spend the, the next few minutes with you guys as we talk about some interesting topics related to music um, and the music industry. So for this episode, we're going to talk about um, AI or artificial intelligence and not, not so much about how to use it in terms of generating or creating music, but uh, some of the implications that it's going to have or is already having on some of us as creators, um, particularly in um, the potential for copyright infringement, which is becoming more and more of an issue as uh, music is online and um, people are are using technology to both create and distribute music. You know, there's some sticky issues, sticky situations that are coming up related to um, making sure that the original content creators are compensated and credited for for their uh, creations. So that's we're going to look. That's what we're going to look into for this session. So uh, stick around, and I hope you guys get something out of this. So before we jump into this article that I have, um, just a question to you as our our listeners. You know how how far have you gotten into AI? Have, have any of you out there you started to use technology or, or artificial intelligence in your music compositions in, to create? Um, new pieces of music or um, have you experimented with it in in other ways maybe not music related so one one um, technology I'm thinking about or that I've heard a lot about recently um, which I I don't even think it's brand new it's had several iterations already but uh, I'm talking about chat GPT I don't know um, if you guys are familiar with this but uh, you know it's this open source um, sort of artificial intelligence chatbot that people are using um, in really interesting ways, you know, probably one of the basic ways is almost like a, a search engine, you know, you can use it, you can kind of ask it questions or give it a query and it will sort, you know, search through its source material and give you answers or um, people are using it to find creative um, inspiration just to create new ideas or to learn something new. But the interesting thing about it is it's not just like an archive where it's like pulling out existing information. This thing's actually able to extrapolate from the source, the original source material to give like something that's brand new. So if I can give you an example, um, like say you have the the entire text of the Bible, which ChatGPT probably already has, you know, access to. But, you know, you ask it a question about um, something in the Bible and so it's not just recalling like you know a particular word or a verse or a passage it's actually taking the what's already there and extrapolating it and giving you an answer based on it so you could ask a theological question and it will give you not an answer that comes from a verse that's already in the bible but it will give you a a new answer that's not necessarily written verbatim in the text but that is based on the text that is there I mean, that's just crazy. Like, it's able to say, well, the Bible, based on everything that it does say, if you give it another a new question, it'll say, this is what the Bible would say about that. I mean, just think about that. So, you know, one pod- podcast I was listening to, the, the host was also an author, 
and he's talking about how you know he can have like basically all of his um you know journals and books and everything that he's ever written all of his notes um in in chat gpt and act, not only access them as an archive but it's like having a conversation with with himself he can ask questions and it will answer in the way that he would have answered like the way that he would think but in a totally new way so it's pulling together like all of his thoughts that are existing and creating a new um thought like almost as a pastiche or like this is how you would answer if you would have um posed that question or if someone would have posed that question to you and it just blows my mind to even think about that um and like i said this is a fairly new technology nobody really knows quite yet what it's capable of and i'm sure this is a, really a simplistic version of ai i'm simplistic it's obviously amazing but in terms of what ai's potential is like this is still a basic thing and it's just crazy that it's growing and continuing to become more um intricate and advanced and like they don't even know what this particular technology is able to do so long-winded intro just to say like this is the kind of thing that's out there and um there's you know people are using ai or artificial intelligence or technology-based you know computer software things to create new types of music which is cool you know computer generated music but the problem starts to come in when um the, these AI, ai technologies are grabbing pieces of already pre-existing copyrighted music you know content out there that maybe even your content and sort of you know almost sampling it like you know somebody would do in like a hip-hop track so taking your your um intellectual property and they might be chopping it up or the technology might be chopping it up and like reconfigurating it with something else that maybe is uniquely generated and creating okay a new original product but it's using source material that is copyrighted that does belong to somebody else so when this happens or it's already starting to happen and as it happens more like how do you control that how do you make sure that the original content owner i mean first of all knows that it's going on that their music's being used and uh you know that they're getting compensated and credited so that's what this article by daniel tensor is is about um it's it was posted on june 15th and um it's kind of interesting because it focuses on ascap which i don't know if you guys are familiar um it stands for the american society of composers authors and publishers they are the u.s's largest largest performance rights organization or pro by membership um the other one that you might be familiar with is bmi um if you do have produced music um, that's out there, you know, music that's recorded, you probably are registered to either ASCAP or BMI. Um, if you're not, you should look into them. Uh, it's just good to have somebody have your back and um, be watching out for you and um, giving you resources to make sure that, first of all, your music is, you know, properly copyrighted and, um, you know, all the, the metadata is there and like so that, you know, your name is attached to to your creation and that you are getting credit for it so that that's kind of that's one of the services that they do so but it's interesting to see that ascap is taking um an interest in kind of watching what's happening with ai and saying okay well what you know what are the, the implications of ai in terms of music and for our members you know how do we to, how do we keep an eye on this and um 
not only it's it's interesting though in this article you'll see that they're not only keeping an eye on it but they're actually being proactive about using it um, for for the to the advantage of their members so so ASCAP has announced a series of new initiatives revolving around AI designed to help music creators navigate the future while protecting their work um, that's what they're they're really trying to do is protect the the original creators so this year ASCAP um, they're hosting a panel which is titled Intelligently Navigating Artificial Intelligence. And it's going to feature insight from experts in the fields of create, you know, creativity and tech and business, um, and all commenting on how AI can potentially remake the min- music industry. So this is great, you know, you have the, all these industry experts gonna come kind of come in and talk about like where AI already is, like what it's capable of doing, but also like, you know, where it could go and like the implications of that, because Nobody knows what some of this stuff is capable of doing, and we, you know, new stuff's coming out all the time, and old stuff's getting uh, improved, and it's just like kind of a wild west time for technology. Um, and like, what are the implications of this? Like, compute completely computer generated music. Like, how does how does that affect the music industry? Just some like new lines there um, that we have to cross. That like even like I would think 10, 15, 20 years ago, there's stuff that we didn't even have to think about. But it's interesting because our ASCAP saying that their members are actually kind of appealing to them and saying that they want them to help nav help them navigate um, technology de- disruption and advocate for better regulation in AI and and to pursue compensation if their music is used in AI generated content. And I think that's really the um, the issue that ASCAP is looking into. Like, what do you do when you find out that your music, your content? has been used by this technology and to generate even if it's a new piece of music but like it's got your intellectual property in it so what do you how do you um, regulate that and uh but like i said earlier it's interesting that ascap's not only um interested in just like keeping an eye on this but they're actually being proactive in terms of like joining up or partnering with ai to see how they can use it to help their creators create better and one of the one of the ways they've done that is they've chosen five teams that they're going to receive grants and mentorship to actually develop music related AI technologies. So I think this is really cool that AI or yeah yeah that ASCAP is um, taking an active role in saying like okay look technology's here um, we we can't do anything about it and we're not going to fight it or put a stop to it like they actually embrace it and they're saying like all right how can we come alongside it and actually partner with it and use it to as a tool to help our creators be more creative and to, to um, you know expand on what they're doing but also make sure that um, it's it's done in a way that the creator is being protected and so um, this team of the of five groups that um, ASCAP is going to um, bankroll basically get the give grants to and mentor um, to help develop these technologies, um, a few of them they mentioned is DAACI, as well as Infinite Album, which um, uses AI to generate copyright-safe music for video games. I mean, think about the video game music industry. That's a huge industry. Every video game uses not only sound effects, but music. And where does that music come from? Um, somebody somewhere has to generate it, um, whether they're completely original pieces of music that are composed or if it's just completely generated on computers like that's being um, generated or uh, orchestrated by somebody and so a lot of these video games are 
one, they want copyright free or copyright safe music that's original because, I mean, obviously they'd have to, to pay royalties or uh, to compensate if it's copyrighted music. So this is one of these groups that uh, ASCAP's going to help um, to create this copyright safe music so that they're not taking music from other people. Um, another one, Overture Games, which builds video games to help new musicians learn to play. I mean, we all know you can, we're all using technology now to, to learn um, either how to play an instrument or how to get better or just stuff about music industry. So this is cool. Um, ASCAP's helping this, uh, this gaming company to help new musicians learn how to play, like the next generation, because we're all using digital platforms now to uh, expand what we do. So that's cool that they're going to join with them. Another one, Simplify Eye, which develops technologies to help hearing impaired musicians navigate the world of sound. I like this too. So like even people who have you know a, a hearing disability, they're hearing impaired. Um, this company is developing technology to help them actually be able to create music. And so ASCAP's joining with them as well. And finally, Sounds.Studio, which is a browser-based music production platform that employs AI. So. You know, five groups that ASCAP's kind of like coming alongside and like I said, bankrolling them, giving them grants and mentorship and saying like, hey, we're not only trying to keep an eye on, on what's happening, but like let's be proactive and actually like generate some of this ourselves. So um, I love this quote from ASCAP CEO Elizabeth, Elizabeth Matthews. She says, ASCAP has been adapting to disruption for more than 100 years. AI doesn't scare us because we see technology as an opportunity to innovate for our songwriter, composer, and music publisher members. So, you know, again, very forward thinking of them to say like, all right, look, technology's here. We obviously can't do anything about it. We're not gonna try to stop it. Like it's a juggernaut, but what can we do? Like, how can we come alongside of it um, and like use it to our advantage? If they're gonna want to keep an eye on it and try to control it or direct it, at least in a way to help creators, um, that's one thing, but they're also saying let's, let's embrace it and um, and see how we can uh, use it for our advantage. So uh, I don't know. I just think that's a very cool perspective from them. Um, they, as an organization, have laid out a, a set of principles and adv advocacy positions with respect to AI. So some of the things that they want to see are are these are as follows. So one of them is human creators first. So prior prioritizing rights and compensation for human creativity. And uh, again, I mean, this. I think this is important now. Um, I think it always will be, but as long as humans are creating music, it's important to put them first and sort of make sure that they have rights and uh, compensation over and above these technologies that are really just tools that we're using. Um, I mean, there, there's certainly music out there that is completely computer generated. You know, you can create an algorithm that's going to 100% be created by the technology and that's that's cool that's a thing but um i feel like there's always going to be human element to it like the humans are going to be directing that um we talked earlier on a podcast on one of our artist impact podcasts i don't remember which episode it was but there was a particular creator i can't remember his name right now but uh he actually went to court he was trying to fight because he had applied for a copyright for this um this ai generated piece of music that he had I can't remember. I, I think it was 100% generated AI, or if not, almost completely. But uh, basically, the copyright office said, like, we cannot issue a copyright to you for this song because 
according to the existing definitions, like it has to be created by a human being. You know, a person has to generate this music. And so that because it was created by technology and not um, generated by a person, um, by the very definition, they could not give this guy a copyright. And I think he appealed it. He went to court, but like it was, um, he lost. Like it turned, they turned him down because, again, the existing definitions require um, that it's created by a human. So, um, again, ASCAP is looking for um, ways to make sure that the human creator is protected. So, um, if you're out there, you're listening to this right now, you are not a bot. <laughs> you're a human creator. You probably appreciate what they're doing there. Uh, another one is transparency. So just in identifying AI versus human-generated works and retaining metadata. So again, they're looking to parse out like what is generated by a computer, what is human-generated, and making sure that the met- metadata is accurate so that the human content is, um, you know, noted and that their compensation is is given to them um consent is the next one required to authorize works for inclusion in in ai training license so if your content is being used by other either other people or other technologies like you want to know right like especially if it's copyrighted material like at least you can give your consent to them if if somebody wants to use it and i think that's a good idea as well um compensation and free market so Willing buyer, willing seller, and a licensing framework. So if somebody does want to buy it or purchase your music, they want to pay for it, they want to buy the rights, and you're willing to sell it, like there should be a free market for that. But again, compensation where it's due and the ability for um, people to buy your music to use in these AI-generated um, uh, creations. So that's another way um, or another principle that ASCAP is looking for advocacy for. Um, the next one is credit. Um, when creators' work is used um, to produce new AI-generated music, just give credit where credit is due. Like, okay, use a use a um, pre-existing copyrighted piece of mu- music as a sample or whatever, but give credit to the original um, author of that music and make sure they're compensated for it. And finally, global consistency. So they're looking for an even playing field that values intellectual proper, property globally. So we all know, I mean, on if you're online, if your content is online, like that's available to the entire world. This is no longer relegated to a particular region um, or area. I mean, it's it's on the World Wide Web. You know, the Internet is international. Um, it's global. So they want to make sure that there's global consistency in terms of um, intellectual property, how it's handled, how it's compensated, how it's credited. So these are some of the uh, principles that uh, ASCAP is um, advocating for. Um, and I think all this is really important. And, you know, they're kind of like seeing the future of AI in terms of its use in music. And they're just saying, OK, like, we're, we're not going to stop this, but uh, we want to make sure that it's done in a way that is helpful to the creator. And um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out. I just I think it's really cool that ASCAP's taking this proactive and sort of forward-thinking um, view of, of AI in terms of music generation. So among the many issues, ASCAP and similar organizations are eager to address the enormous flood of new music content being uploaded to streaming services. So get this, guys, 120,000 new tracks per day at last count. And much of that is being helped along by AI. Did you get that? 120,000 new tracks 
or upload it to just to streaming services. That is just mind blowing. Like, how do you even weed through that many pieces of music to to recognize or to see if it's all original music or if it contains copyrighted um, content, especially if it's generated by AI? So that much volume uh, is causing concerns among recording companies that their own music is lost in the flood of new content. But not only that, it's lost in like 120,000 pieces of new track or new tracks of music being uploaded every day. Not only that, it's lost among like this sea of new content, but for the right ho- the rights holders, um, it presents a specter of potentially large-scale violations of music copyright by machines. So, you know, we're talking about technology that's automatically churning out new creations, you know, just using source material and saying, like, okay, here's a new iteration of this music. Um, So, like, how do you police that? How do you make sure that, you know, original content is not getting lost and all of that? And, uh, again, like I said, this article is really focusing on ASCAP because they seem to be the ones that are really proactive about this, but... Um, again, the the other large PRO that you guys might be a, a member of already is BMI. Um, I know I'm registered with BMI, not not with ASCAP, but BMI apparently joined forces with ASCAP last last month, and um, they've created a task force designed to address suspicious registrations associated with musical works across the collective management um, ecosystem. Um, Again, it's just it's really good to see that both of these organizations, BMI and ASCAP, are working together to um, to make sure that creators are being um, compensated and that their their content is um, is regulated. I, I think that's really important right now. So the task force will focus on such issues as maintaining data integrity amid the endless onslaught of new musical works and enhancing identity verification and validation protocols. So again, just making sure that content and the metadata um, is accurate and that the original author or creator is um, is credited. Uh, the task force will also work to raise awareness about suspicious activities and schemes that are proliferating in the music world today. Does not, con- I mean, it does not surprise me at all, um, especially with the technology that we're using that that's happening. And some of the most prominent include streaming fraud and AI-enabled copyright infringement. So, I mean, it's so easy with these technologies, um, de- you know, depending on what they're created to do. Like, like again, I talked earlier about ChatGPT and how this is able to take, like, existing source material and ger- churn out or generate new material, new answers that aren't part of the original source material. It's like it's extrapolating new things from what exists already. It's, it's, it's mind blowing. It's almost like, um, well, it's artificial intelligence, you know, it's got almost got a mind of its own, but, um, so AI enabled copyright infringement. I mean, that's obviously already here. So these technologies that are able to create quote unquote, or so-called new music, um, just at a push of a button, but what's it creating it from? You know, is it genuinely completely original and new, or is it pulling from source material that's already out there that somebody's copyright is already on? You know, so again, very interesting things like th- things we didn't even have to think about 20 years ago. Certainly not to this extent. And uh, if if you are a creator, um, whether you've used AI or not, if your music's out there, you know your content's out there online, it's potentially you know 
open season. Like it's potentially um, available to these AI music creator technologies, um, and it might be being used without you even knowing it. So that's that's one of the issues. Um, I'm I'm sure there's certainly more to keep an eye on, but uh, again, very encouraged to see that these two big the two biggest or main uh, well-known PROs, ASCAP and BMI, are are taking initiative with this, and are are um, you know really kind of being proactive about it. That's it, really encouraging to see. So, though the group doesn't comp- doesn't oppose AI technology as such. Its goal is to ensure that AI will not replace or erode human culture and artistry. Again, it's so important. Um, like I have nothing against technology or, or um, computer-based music, and ASCAP doesn't either. They're not opposed to it. In fact, they're saying this is a great tool for our songwriters and producers and, and, and um, artists and members, but they're saying like we always want to make sure that the, the human part the human culture and human artistry is to the forefront and is protected against um just like un unregulated or unabashed um technology or computer they're they're, they don't want the computers kind of just like taking over and just like churning out whatever they want um to the exclusion of of the human content uh the human artistry campaign has released a list of seven principles i think some of those are the ones that i read that it would like to see guide the development of AI. Um, and this is interesting, this last bit in the article. I, I wasn't aware of this. So ASCAP calls itself the only U.S. PRO that operates on a not-for-profit basis. Uh, the other major U.S. PRO is BMI, as we've mentioned several times already. They actually shifted to a for-profit model in 2022. Um, I didn't realize that. That was just last year. So like I said, I, I'm registered with BMI Many of you may be as well. Some of you might be with ASCAP. Um, some of you might not be with either of them. But I didn't realize uh, BMI is for profit now. Um, I don't know how that changes things um, exactly. But uh, it's interesting that ASCAP kind of like it's it's kind of um, it not it's calling itself the the only not for profit basis, but it's sort of um, taking pride in that. So. I think that's cool, and the the fact that they're taking so so much initiative for their members on this this regard in terms of the music, uh, the sorry, kind of not fighting but regulating um, AI and its effect on the music industry now and moving forward. Um, that's that's pretty impressive, pretty laudable, especially as a not for profit um, organization. So. What do you guys feel about this? Um, what 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 is your stance on um, AI and computer generated music? And does it concern you? Does it bother you? Have you even thought about it before? Um, maybe you haven't, um, or maybe you just like you're embracing it like completely. And maybe you only create computer generated music. You don't play an instrument. Um, you're using um, you know VSTs and plugins and things um, that are completely automated. Um, no organic instruments at all, no vocalization, maybe no, you know, you're not singing or, or, you know, recording anything on a mic. You're just completely in the computer. Um, and you might not even be being like playing music, you know, using something like Ableton push to actually generate music. You might be using completely automated, um, generated computer music. So 
I don't know. There's a lot of variety out there. All, none of them are completely bad or good. And, you know, we're not saying that and ASCAP's saying the same thing. They're not in opposition to this, but they want to keep an eye on it again because they're seeing the human creator, you know, the, the person at the beginning, um, at the origin of this content. They, they want to see them. Um, they want to protect them and their content just to make sure that they're given credit um, and compensation where that's due. So interesting topic, um, a lot there. And again, we're, we're just kind of like in the beginning of the wild west of this, uh, the, the, how technology is affecting us as creators. And uh, as this becomes more and more um, powerful and ubiquitous and, and like just being used by everybody more and more, um, I think we're going to see some interesting implications so I'd love to hear your guys' comments on this, what you feel about it. Um, ha have you had any run-ins with this or any problems with this? Has your content been used? Did you find that um, somebody had used AI to um, like reuse your content? I don't know, maybe, maybe you've even come across that or heard that happening. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Info at notespiremusic.com. That's our email. You can reach us at our website, notespiremusic.com. We're also on social media at Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube at Notespire Music TV. Uh, reach out to us and if you need help in music creation or distribution or artist development or any other things we do, you can find out about them at notespiremusic.com. All right, until next time, we'll see you guys. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. All right, bye. Thank you for joining us for the Artist Impact Podcast, a production of Notespire Music, LLC. At Notespire Music, we empower independent Christian musicians to grow their God-given music potential by refining their craft and extending their music ministry reach. Notespire Music, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. For more information, visit notespiremusic.com. And join us next time for the Notespire Music Artist Impact.